0: Welcome. This week we're going to do Parashat Shafetim. The Pasuk says, <laughs> The land Hashem is giving to you, you should conquer it, and you should uh, settle in it. And you're going to say, <laughs> I want to appoint a melech, a king, just like all the nations around me. So the pasuk says, "Soim tossem olachom melech, ashe Hashem olakach haboy." So there's a mitzvah. There's a mitzvah of soim tossem olachom melech, ashe pashtus it's a mitzvah, ashe Hashem olakach haboy. Now, in Sefer Shmuel, we see that after the whole, they came into Eretz Yisrael, they went through the whole tokufas hashayif the last Shafit was Shmuel. And during his time uh, the people came to him and they asked him for a king. Because they were having trouble with Moini, who was very aggressive, very threatening. And they said, aleinu melech, and they said, please appoint a king for us. So Shmuel got very angry with them. And he said, why do you need a king? A king is going to make you all kinds of trouble. He's going to take your, he's going he's to um, draft your children, and he's going to take your money. And uh, the rabbinu Shalom said to him, lo'i They didn't uh, reject you, they rejected me. Because says, ani the Shalom is the melech. So the question is, the question is, um, what was wrong with what they did? This is a kingdom. They asked them for a melech. What was wrong with it? It's a mitzvah in the Torah. It's a mitzvah. Sei. So some want to say that um, it's not really a mitzvah. It's only a rishos. But most of the many mitzvahs count the mitzvah as one of the mitzvahs. So, others say that they ask, Shalika Huygen. They didn't say, I want a melech uh, because, because of the mitzvah. They said, I need a I need a melech. So the Barbanel asks, if the problem was that they asked Shalika Huygen, what happened for 400 years? During the Kufas I Why didn't anybody ask Kajgen? Why didn't Asliel ask Kajgen? Yiftach, Shimshan, all of these shayvtem. Why didn't they ask Kajgen? They asked Shlai Ka-Hagen, Okay, fine. But why during the Kufis, shayvtem did nobody ask Kajgen? So therefore, he wants to say that it's a rishos. So this is the, this the, this this topic is very fundamental to understanding uh, Sefer Shmuel, Sefer Malachim, to understand what went on in in the, the Tkufus of Tanach. What went on? So, the question is this. The first Pazak says, <speaking in Hebrew> and then, <speaking in Hebrew> so first you should conquer the land, and then you should settle it, and then you should appoint a king. Why? Why is it in this order if you're in the midst of appoint a king? So you might as well appoint a king right away. And when you come in to conquer the land, you should have a king. And when you want to settle it, then you should also have a king. Why first do you have to conquer it, and then settle it, and then you have a king? There's another question. What happened when they asked for a king? So Shmuel gave them Shaul. Shaul was was the first king of Ezra. But it says in the Torah, The Melech has to be from Yehuda. Shaul was from Ben So how could Shaul be the king? So you could say he was a temporary king. But the Pesach says that after he lost his his Melucha, when he didn't uh, listen to Hashem, with the uh, amalek, so he says, uh, uh, Shmuel told him, malchus if, 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 if your malucha could have gone on forever, but since he lost it, so he lost the malucha. So you see that he would be forever. So how could it be? What's with the oshe shaved Mehuda? So the Bag wants to say. That uh doesn't mean it means for a long time. You would have been the melech for a long time. But the of the Pasuk means that it would have been it would have been forever, it would have been uh, permanent. So how could that be? How could Sol be the king if there's a if if there's a din of Layashavit Yud? So getting back to this question, why Virishta Vishaftaba? The idea of a melech, the idea of the mitzvah, of Tzolim Tosno melech, was not to have a melech who's going to be your executive director, your executive, uh, chief executive, your president, your political uh, officer who's going to take care of the country, he'll mobilize the army, he'll put taxes, that was not the point. The point of a melech was that the melech should be a manig ruchli. The Melech should be the one who's gonna, gonna be like a Rebbe. That his his role would be to elevate the the Ruchnizika the, Madrega the of all the people. That would be and to be to come to Ashlam and Avoid Hashem. That was the purpose of a melech. Now the tkufa Shaften, there was four hundred years. And all the P and it says in the Pasik, Bayom meheim, Ein Melech Isha Yosher B'Ein of So what does this mean? So it's 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 also Schwach, That um, they could do whatever they want and sometimes they did Averis and they went after the Goyim and they were over the Void Zorah. But, uh, but it's also also Schwach That what? The Avoid of the Tukufas was to create a utopian society. A society that functioned without a government. That was the purpose. Why do you need a government? You need a government to control the people. But the but, uh, avoid in the the HaShavtim was to have a society which is governed by the Torah. That's it, the Torah. You have a question what to do? You have a Bezden. You need like, uh, you know, municipal services? You'll have Zayin Tuva But you don't need a national government. You don't need it. What for? You know you're gonna do you're gonna live a, a, a stable life, and you can do you can learn torying, do mitzvahs. Hashem will protect you. You don't need a government. So what happened, Kufis Hashayiftim was, and this was a preparation for Sim Tosh Melach because if you would have a melech that when he comes in, that is appointed melech, he has to be busy with all kinds of political and governmental issues then that will corrupt him. He needs to be kulei toireh, kule havoidah. Toire, That's what a melech has to be. He should not be busy with the things that a normal melech is busy with. So in order to have such a melech, then first they have to be virish. First conquer the land. The king should not be involved in conquering land. Use shaftaba, settle it, you know, establish all the, the towns and the cities. The king should not be involved in that. And then, after you you do that and you establish a utopian society that does that, that's able to function over a period of time and it doesn't need a president it doesn't need a chief executive then is the time to bring in a melech that was the idea that was the mitzvah that was how it's supposed to be so in the kufas hashayevdim most of most of the, in sefer most of it is telling about about what happened that they, they followed these Goyim, and they, they, they disobeyed the Zorah, and then the Shalom sent, uh, sent an enemy to attack them and to conquer them, and they did chuva and, and, and a used to travel around, and he gave vishmuzin and droshes, and he was hired them to do chuva and once they did tshuva, they mobilized um, people from all the shvatan, they all came together like uh, militias, they all came together, and they were able to chase out chase out the enemy. And then the Pasak says, Shona Forty years everything was good. Those 40 years were the right idea. Those 40 years was Isha everybody did the right thing, everybody lived like Erlachidin, and that was very good. But it didn't last. Then they had another another Urida, they needed another Shafit. Then it says in another place, So there were stretches during the Tkufas HaShayftim that they were able to accomplish this goal of creating a utopian society that is governed by the Torah and by the Rabbanu Ani malkam. The Rabbanu is the Melech. The people are controlled by the Torah. They don't need a government to control the people. But, again, they, used to that they failed. So what happened was, that during the Kufthus HaShayftim everything was uh, up and down. It was up and down. Some was good, then it was bad. Some was good, then it was bad. So this idea, this this goal of achieving a utopian society, they never created a stable utopian society. A utopian society that could endure and it could last for a hundred years or and, and just be stable. Everything was very unstable. So therefore, it was not time to bring in a melech. It was not it was it was premature. So they didn't none of the Shaiftam appointed a melech. Hasnil, Yiftach, Shimshin, Shamgar, all the all the great Shaiftum, nobody established a melech because the society was not ready for it. But when they had a problem with Hasha Maini, then they needed a melech. They needed a melech who's going to. They were not able to handle this type of an avoida where, where they're going to try and they're going to be good and then they're going to go down and then they're going to end up being vulnerable to all their enemies. They wanted to have a melech who's going to organize the country and organize an army and be able to defend themselves. This was not good. This was not good. This is what Shmuel got angry about. And this is what Rabbi Inslam says, Libcham Asu So what so what did Rabbi do? He said, okay, fine, you need to organize. You can't you can't self-organize. You can't have anarchy meaning not chaos, anarchy. Anarchy means a uh, society without a government. That's the uh, chaos means chaotic. Anarchy means no government. So the idea was to create an anarchy uh, society that is able to function without a government and that uh, avoids all kinds of corruption and abuse and everything and you have a utopian society and it works well and then the, the Melech will come in and he will be the man the and he will be, maled, be maled of the whole of the whole cloud. So what did Rabban Shalom do? He gave them Shaul. Now Shaul was was not meant to be the manegrochni. His his appointment was not the fulfillment of the mitzvah of soym tasumulachemelach. His appointment was to be the president. So so therefore, since they couldn't handle it, so the says so. Let's have let's have a dual melech. One melech will be in charge of, of all the departments of the government and all the agencies and the and the armies and the taxation. That's going to be one melech. This melech will be Shoal. When everything is stabilized under this melech, then we will bring in the melech who's going to be the So that So Shoal, Taki could have been lailam He could have been always. Shoal's job would be to be the president and his children would be uh, also, he'd be the political um, president, and uh, and there would be Lailam and his children and his grandchildren. All of them would uh, would uh, would have would have this this role, this job. But they still would not have the the man So what happened? Shol failed. After a couple of years, then he failed. So the said, "Okay, so now we have to appoint David. David." was given the double job David was to be the Manik Ruchni, and was also supposed to be the president the society needed a president so David was the the political ruler and he was also the Manik Ruchni and David was fantastic I mean he was like uh, David Amelach has inspired everybody he was very good and for a couple of generations it worked the major says that uh and there was Sade. the pasuk? The Elu Am Melachim, Elu Am Melachim, David Shloima, Rechava Maviyom, and Asa. So, so five generations we had taker really the type of Melach that we want in some Tazla, some Taz Melach Melech. But the appointment of David was premature because ideally Shol would have been Melech for a number of years, and then he would have stabilized the country, and then you'd bring in David, and then his only job would be to be the managruchni. But Lemaïsis and Shoal failed, so David had to be brought in, and given not only his job as the managruchni, but also Shoal's job as being the political president of, uh, of uh, the monarch who was ruler of the country, so therefore he had to do both. So that was very difficult. So it lasted for a few generations. And afterwards, the Melucha became corrupted. And the further the Melucha became corrupted. If Shoal had lasted longer, maybe the result would have been better. Okay. Let's go a little bit further in the Pasik. Rakli Abili Susan, a melech should not have. Many horses. How many does he need for his chariot? I don't know. Four, or six. He should not have more. For so the people shouldn't go back to Mitzrayim to get the uh, horses. Came from Mitzrayim, so they wouldn't uh, have to go back to Mitzrayim to get more horses for the king who needs a lot of horses. The man sus. He shouldn't be Marbusus. So at the beginning it says susim. In the end it says, sus." Now what is the meaning of sus? Sus is also a plural. You look in, in Targum, Targum says, And then it says, In both places it's a plural. But in Lashon anything which is a plural, which is below 10, is said in the Lashon Rabbim. If it's above 10, then it's and Yachid. Arboim Shona Akut, akut B'dar. Arboim Shona. One. So that's the rule. You'll see it all over. If you go above 10, it's always and Yachid. We spoke about this, I think, back in Parsha's, uh Ayigash or somewhere. I don't remember. But, uh, but so, ah, oh, so, what, so what's the, what's the Pshat in the beginning, Susim, and the end, Sus? Because the Melech. You know, he has, he has uh, enough horses for his chariot. So maybe he has uh, six horses for his chariot. So mainly he's going to send people to get him more horses. How many more does he need? He needs uh, another six, how many does he need? So they're going to get him susim. He's going to need more, some, the extra that he needs is going to be below 10. So the really susim. Don't get more than the basic. And if you need more, susim. Then don't do that. Why? Because the people are going to go back to Mitzrayim and they're going to see over there the markets of the Susim and they're going to end up buying many Susim and they're going to end up living there. So that's why it says that they are Susim because, I mean, they're going to go there for, for a visit and they'll get a few horses. It's not such a big thing. But the problem is that they're going to end up wanting to go into the sus business, and they're going to want to buy many susim, and then they're going to end up going back to Mitzrayim. So that's what it says, Laman, harbour Sus. The people are going to go to be Marba'i Sus. Okay, now at the end of the Parsha, the end of the Parsha, The that somebody has found the uh, hollows, a dead person, out in the field, out of the city. So they measure and they figure out which is the closest city. And this kingdom of that city have to bring in rufa, And they say, we, We're not responsible for this. So Rashi says, What does this mean? What do you mean? This, these are the zakenim of the bezdin. They, they, they were shayf kdamim. Why do they have to defend themselves and they're not shayf kdamim? Ella, We didn't see him and sent him away. B'loym hazaynis without giving him food and levaya without levaya. So what's the pshat in this? Why is this called shayf kdamim? Let's say they would have sent him off without food and without lavoya. Why would they be called Shev So some want to say that if, uh, if you would have fed him, and you would have uh, escorted him, then he would feel very good about himself and walk out and be self-confident. And therefore, he would have been saved. But, you know, it's a little bit difficult because you have these, these rapacious highwaymen and they see, a, they see a person walking and they want to rob him and they want to take away his money and he's walking proudly and confidently. They're not going to attack him. You know, I mean, they have weapons and maybe there's a number of them. They, why are they going to run off? I mean, he has money. Why don't they go? So it's a little bit difficult. Okay. So... I want to bring your attention to a Gemara in Yuma, which is really a very difficult Gemara. Gemara says like this. HaKadosh said the shol. And the Shmuel said. Omle HaKadosh Baruch the shol, through uh, Shmuel. Leich Go, destroy Amalek. Smite Amalek. Um, so he said, "Uma nefesh achas, amr If one person, for one person, you find them dead, you have to bring neglarufa. Kola nefoshes halolu alachas kama vekama. There's so many people in all these Amaleki cities. Kolshkein that uh, that uh, that is something that you should you shouldn't do. Vim adam chata. person was chaita behemah so why should we destroy the Bahamas? Oh, so what's the Pshat in this? I mean, Shaol says in the Posik that he was he was the toy, he was the best in their destroyal, and he was a tzadik, he was a he was a great man a Tzadik. So the Rebbeinu told him to do it. So why is he coming? And he said, "Why isn't he obeying?" He's coming with a kalvachaimer from Eglarufa. What do you bring, kalvachaimers from Eglarufa? The Rebbeinu told you what to do. Why don't you do it? As the passage says, "Koimra <speaking in> Hashem," <Hebrew> he told them, "Atol leich vikisos haMolek v'charamtem es kolah shaloi v'lisachmul of v'heimatom ish v'adishum oil v'adyonik mishar v'adseh megomel v'adchamar." So it's very clear. So what is he saying? He's saying, he's making a Kalvachimer choy merfeh What is he doing? And what does the Baskel say? Alti, what Alti, Alti the karbe. What if not Alti avaryen. The Rav told you that you should do it and you're being over the tzivoy Hashem. Alti and really, Shaul told him also such a lotion. Yeah, I mean, Shmuel. You have to know what Shmuel means here. What is he saying? I mean, this is that he's... What is he saying? What's the katnas here? So, I'd like to suggest to Pshat that the myths of Eglon Rufa it's Pshat, that the idea of egla Rufa is that you should be machshev, that every single person is tremendously chashev. You have to care about every single person. You can't say, okay, there's somebody I don't know, you know, what does that have to do with us? So you don't care about this person. You have to machshev, his existence, his, 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 his being in the world, you are not machshev it. So over here, you have a person that died, you have a person that died, and you don't know who he is. So, does the, the kingdom have to say that this person that's died, and apparently came—if he came from our our city—he says we didn't see him and we didn't. And failed to feed him, or to be malavahim. If he would have been here, we would have done that. And if he wouldn't have done that, that that's like shfichas domem. That means you don't count him, he doesn't mean anything, he's not important. No! If we would have been here, we would have done it because every single person, no matter what, is very, very choshik. That is the idea of the mitzvah vegla Rufa to make a make a public display with the whole ritual and to show that you have to care about every single person. Yeah, the person died okay, you know, so okay, the person died. We didn't do anything. You know, we, we we didn't kill him, we don't know. He was on the road, there were robbers, they killed him. It's not terrible, but do you feel the tragedy of it? Do you feel how terrible it is that a, a person's life was lost? This is what the Eglarufa has to do. That this person, he's out there, we don't know him, but we appreciate how of that person is, even though we don't know him. And if we had seen him, we undoubtedly would have fed him, and we undoubtedly would have escorted him out of the city, because every single person is very chashev. So now, Shaul was saying like this. The mitzvah of killing of killing a Amalek is to, to take away all the chemla that you have in your heart. Any kind of, of sympathy, anything you feel in your heart for these people, you have to take it out and you have to see them as snakes and scorpions and they have to be killed without any kind of compunction. Otherwise... If you feel any kind of sympathy for them, if you see them as not as snakes and scorpions, and you go and you kill them, then that would be achzorius. The B'nai Hesham is not asking you to be an achzor. The B'nai Shal is saying that these are your mortal enemies, you don't, should not feel any kind of compassion for them, and then you should go kill them. So, so Shoal was saying like this, Egla Ruf is telling you you have to feel compassion, you have to care about every single person. And in order to be Mikhaim Amole, also he says, Shaul, he said to him, Vagamaki Moisi, what does he say? Shoal said to him, he says, Vagamaki Moisi, one second. Okay, I don't see it right now. He said, Gamma Kimoisy Varashem. He said he was Mqim Varashem. was he Mikhaim Varashem? He was not. Now the Pshat is that he learned up Meghala Rufa that you have to care about every single person, and therefore he had to be oiker, the khamla from his heart, the compassion from his heart, in order he should be able to the kind the mitzvah that it should be done without Arzorias. It should be done mitzvah, just lyshet mitzvah. So He says, okay, I understand that the people, they are warriors, they are our enemies, they threaten us. So maybe I could be oiker, the chemel of my heart, and I could destroy them without being an achzer." But the Bahamas, what did they do? The people of those times, agrarian society, they really cared about uh, about the land, you know, it says, that the the land is going to be a suffer." And the behemoths are gonna suffer. They cared about them. So and what did they do? So, okay, fine. I was able to to, to be that Khamlah also I could do that. But what's with the katanim, the children? What are the children? How can it be Uiker for me? The chemul for the children. Okay, I can be uker, the Khamel for the children. But when it came to Agag, when it came to Agag, Agag is a king, and people have a certain a certain um, care about a king. Regicide is considered a tremendous, tremendous avera, because you kill a king, how do you kill a king? You can't do such a thing. A person can't bring himself to do such a thing. There's a certain chamel that people have on a king. How how could you kill a king? So that's something that he couldn't do. So he's saying that Takah had a mitzvah, but to be Mikhaim the mitzvah, I had, to, I had to not care about them. And the Eglar Ufa tells me that I have to care about every single person. So I have to be oiker, I have to be oiker that chemler for me in order to kill them. I did as much as I could. I did as much as I could. As much as I could. I, couldn't, I would not be able to be the mitzvah of if I, I still had chemler in my heart. I was an achzar. So this is what the Baskel said. Alti tzadikar be, as the girl, said tzadik. Don't worry about the little bit of chemla in your heart. Alti tzadikar and that's what Shmuel told him. Aliyim kotnach beinachah. If you think that you cannot be kind to mitzvah because when it comes to killing a king, you, you still have a little bit of chemla, you can not do it. Alti kotnach beinachah. Roishiv to Yisrael. You are the king. You have a responsibility. So do it and don't worry about that little bit. Little bit of chemla. Alti tzadikar and you find also, I think, that when Shmuel killed, yes, it says like this. So then it says, bring me Agag. And he said, Vayomer Shmuel. And Shmuel said to Agag, Kaseh Shiklo Nosim Charbecha, Kein Tishka Imecha, and Vayishasiv Shmuel Thagag. And he and he 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 says killed him. So why is he telling you this? Why is he telling uh, Agag that Kasha Shikla, that what you did, so that you're going to suffer the same fate? What does he have to give him a drasha for? You have Agag, you have a Mitzvah to kill him, kill him! So it could be it's also the same minion that, that Shmuel also felt that Chemler. And, th- and to be euchred at chemla from his heart he said, look what horrible things you did what atrocities you did and therefore this will be done to you and you deserve it and you don't deserve any compassion and then he was able to kill him thank you very much and uh, I hope to see you again next week